The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match. A roundtable of Cowboys insiders. Dropping wisdom. And offering sizzling takes. On the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Thursday, playoff week, right here on DallasCowboys.com. Radio, John Michaud of The Athletic is here. Nick Eatman of DallasCowboys.com is here. The originator, young greater, and the oldest, longest tenured beat writer on the Dallas Cowboys media beat here is Clarence Hill, the Fort Worth Star oh, Telegram. Somebody's been around longer. Sorry, I shouldn't have cut in with that. That's, that That's just that. a hate. But on a consistent basis. Continuous. 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 Mr. Moore took a break for a while. He got on an NBA thing for a while. That's true. And then uh, you got, oh, yeah, yes, yes. No, yes. No. Gonna, no, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have go. Go, so, anyway, go, go. Let's Michael Parsons spoke in the locker room today. Yeah, no. Clarence Hill, um, his thoughts. Was he still a little, little upset about not being uh, first pro, <laughs> name first team All Pro on the NFL players? You know, you never uh, know. List. You never know with Michael sometimes. You know, because one minute none of that matters, another minute he's all upset, and I'm all focused on the playoffs and and, and stuff like that. You know, it's interesting. I asked him about his body and how he felt. And it he was weird the way you asked it. Go on. No, he was talking about. Was it weird? <laughs> a little of the way well, he was. It's kind of weird. <laughs> well, I mean, he was talking about the playoffs and you yeah, know, getting moving a second forward win. and getting the second win. Yeah. So the much of the talk the last few weeks has been about him being beat up, right? You know, and, and, and the toll it was taking on his body. So I asked him, "How is your body?" He always he, makes that tough, though. And he didn't say great. Yeah. You know, and, and then I said, why didn't you say great? And then he just, well, nothing's ever great, you know, all this other stuff. So so at least he's acknowledged. Because, you know, we talked to other players, J. Ron Curse, I'm healthy, it's the playoffs, we all feel good. Zeke, I feel good. Michael did not say I feel good. You know, he just – he said he's going to be balling. He, he's, ready, he's, he's ready to go. But he acknowledged that his body is not what it was at the beginning of the season. I see four players on the injury report. I do not see Micah Parsons. Okay. I'll just say this. We're just can, talking about the wear and tear. I, I, I I'm talking about the wear and tear on his body. That's what I, we've been talking about. I understand. I yeah. I, and, and there's no question that he hates talking about that stuff, too, because like most players, they don't want to be bringing up, oh, yeah, I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with that, especially at his position. But you can just go back to the hand laceration. Like, I mean, how many different times had he been asked about that over the last couple of weeks? And he wants no part of talking about that. Um, I'll say this, though. I, I looked this up last night just because I was like, I wonder what the difference is here because now the that final book came out for the season. I'm just like, all right, last year, Micah Parsons, I mean, this snaps, defensive snaps between the two seasons are almost the same. Like, I mean, they're very close. But where they lined up, right. 374 snaps on the defensive line last year, 374. I saw that. Last this year. year. Yeah, this year, 738. And that's why Micah Parsons doesn't feel as healthy. And, no, you know, no doubt. Okay. Yeah, and that's was... why he's not on the all-pro team, because the way that they voted the all-pro team. And that's this NFL, and it's, it's not all-pro AP. This is NFLPA's team. But the way they voted it is, is that if you are a tackle, you vote for defensive ends. And if you're an interior lineman, you vote for interior tackles and inside linebackers. And so I guarantee you the guards and centers aren't thinking of Micah Parsons as a middle linebacker, even though he's listed as a linebacker. So they're, they're thinking the tackles and the linebackers. And he's not on the list for the offensive linemen 
to vote for him. So he's no man's land, and that's why he get left off of that AP list. So that's on, why that, on that list, it was— That wasn't AP list. That was I the, mean, NFLPA. NFLPA, yeah, yeah. not AP. AP will put him on there. So I want to say that the edge rushers were Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett. Yes. That's yes. not right? Yes. I, think kinda, he, I shouldn't admit this, but like I feel like I haven't watched Miles Garrett enough this year to, to know definitively either way. But I mean, it'd be Miles hard Garrett has like— 15 sacks, 16 yeah. sacks, and and the thing I think people ding Micah because if they're dinging him because he has 13 and a half sacks, and I don't and I think what Nick is saying is he wasn't listed as edge rushing. I got, oh, yeah, no, I got what you're so saying. That's, that's yeah, what he's yeah. saying. So, but but if I'm picking just edge rushers, I'm picking him over Miles Garrett. Okay, you know because he's still you're him over Nick Bosa. No, okay. but there's two of them. Yeah, yeah. But but it, when you go with pass rush win rate, you go with double all the other stuff that you add up into yeah. that forced fumbles. To me, he gets the nod over Miles Garrett, even though Miles Garrett made two or three more sacks. Fair. So, Nick, you you go on 105.3 The Fan every week, and you know our friend R.J. Chop. He's always been about. He needs to be down defensive. Mm-hmm. He needs, this and what we're seeing this guy wearing down now. This is why I've I've not been one of those people that's been all about just leave him there, let him rush the passer. Um, it's hard, man. This, yeah. this you know trying to save your body and. and we all know Demarcus Ware. We've been around Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware is bigger than mm-hmm. than Michael Parsons, Absolutely. And, and so is uh, your Bosa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I don't, I don't think people take that into account either. But he's a linebacker who can do some defensive end like things. So next year it'll be interesting to see yeah. when they go in, look at the snaps of what can we do to preserve him a little bit, and then maybe what can we do in terms of getting some better defensive linemen up front? Because we saw how Ray Lewis lived off having Tony Saragusa, Sam Adams, um, Big Haloti Nada in front of him to help him keep his body pressure. I. I, I... I, I mean to disagree, but I think that next year he'll probably just be defensive end. If you look how they're playing him now and, and what they need for this team, and I don't know that you can go get a defensive end that's going to be better, a pass rusher that's better than Michael Parsons. You go get better linebackers. You go, but I don't want Mike in the middle, playing middle linebacker when I need him on the edge rushing the pass. I, I wouldn't say that necessarily exclusive linebacker, but I think you cut down on the snaps a little bit. But then again, you know what? Tell me who's the coordinator. One thing he needs to do in, is we go in the offseason, bigger, stronger. But does he have the frame for that? Like when he mentions where, like I just don't know if Micah has that. He's 6'3, six, 6'4. Six, he could add a couple, he could, add, he could add pounds of muscle. Yeah, I just I look at the overall production. I guess maybe looking at sacks and things like that maybe is overrating it. But I don't. Do you think that there was significantly more production in terms of you know wrecking games this year than last year? Because to me, I think it's pretty similar and and, and is impacting games. You know, whether you're talking about force, like the splash plays, the big plays like that. And I just felt like he got through that season healthier than he's getting. You, you know, this season. I, I think the I think you know. I don't know. I think he's had a better year this year, and 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 you know, even looking at the Washington game, I don't know if it's significantly better, but 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 the people around him are different. I think he's had a better year this year, and I think it's it's a product of his own success. We were expecting twenty sacks. He yes. talked about twenty yeah. sacks. The fact that he didn't get twenty sacks, we we're like, oh, what's wrong with Micah? You know, he's at thirteen. Well, he was and on a tear. Where, he was on a tear, yeah. but but you know, that's that's tough to get. That's just not stuff that you walk on the street and get every year. But and, and he's still learning. He's still growing. But I think that. If you watch DeMarcus Ware, it wasn't his size when he came into the league. Micah can get bigger. He can yeah. get stronger. Those are things that, that, especially since we know now that he may be playing more defensive end than linebacker, I think the offices will work toward doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I, I also think that when you look at the entire pass rush, I do think it's very similar, Micah, this year and last year, but but he got a lot more attention this year. Yes. And and I think, you know, I think Rick Gregory had six sacks last year. That might have been second. 
you know, Armstrong gets eight and a half. Fowler, I think, has six. D-Law with six. Sam Williams <laughs> with four. I mean, Osa with four. I mean, I, I think that, that the guys Impressive around that you him. Know all those right like that. Huh? That was impressive that you could read all of those. I don't know if it's I, it's a, sound good. It's, it sounds yeah, legit. It's, it's ballparky. Yeah. Um, but I think I think but I just think what what the other the whole defense kind of took advantage of his success this yeah, year. Right. So I you know you say so that's why the numbers are down too. Well, football, yeah, basketball, sure. whatever, great players make the rest of them better around, and I think he's done that. Yeah, I will just say that where I'm coming from is that it isn't that significant difference that I think some people thought after his rookie year where just put him at edge rusher and just watch these just yeah, well, monster no, I, numbers pour in that's all i'm saying I, is that i agree with that but i think that but but you know when we when and people again are down on him in the pass rush I mean, Doris Armstrong started off strong. Where, where has he been the last few weeks? I mean, he had a half a sack last week, yeah. but he's, his numbers have dipped significantly from where he started I, to start. And this is a game where the, we should hear their names. We should be hearing those names. Yes, and, and uh, like Monday I said, I, I've been talking to players this week and you know, said to Dan Quinn, it seems blasphemous, but I think they'd rather face Tom Brady. Yeah. Then, then these mobile quarterbacks. They've, yeah. they've gotten home. They haven't gotten them on the ground the last few weeks. How many times have you know, going back to Jacksonville, those quarterbacks have gotten away, gotten out of sacks. Michael's missed two or three sacks. You know, if that had been a guy that was stationary, that was right there, you know, yes, Tom Brady's going to get the ball out fast. But remember, he had two sacks open against Tom Brady, who gets the ball out fast. You know, at least when they get home, they will get him on the ground. Okay? I really believe that the injuries of Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis have affected Micah's play. I just because you got to get the ball out quick in these corners, and, and, they're, and not they're, on them. they're not on them. And, you know, you can say what you want about Brown and, and Lewis. They're veteran guys. They're they're aware. They they understand what the concepts of the routes. They get up there. They're physical. They can make the tackle. I mean, they're not ever going to be Pro Bowl players. or get that, but but they don't have to be. They got digs on the other side. I think those, those injuries have affected the entire pass rush because teams are getting it out quick, and those guys are making some plays on them. If I gave you the option though that you could either be without Micah Parsons. And you can have Anthony Anthony Brown okay. and Jordan Lewis. But I'm just saying, I just right. I, I will not use any injury. Like no, now I'm for his numbers, I, I I agree with you 100 percent for his numbers and that. But none of that matters to me on Monday night. It really doesn't because they do have to me the better team on paper. I, like you just mentioned with your, when you showed me the phone, like that's as healthy as you could possibly hope to be at this. Yeah. Like it's like one of those things at the beginning of the year. If you looked at the roster and you're like, all right, I got to take five guys away. Who are you going to pick? None of the guys that are out right now would be in your probably your top fifteen. Terrence Steele would be your highest one. I don't know where you'd have him ranked. Yeah, roster, but like they I, definitely wouldn't be in your top ten. And like I was talking to Tyler Smith today, they're going to be without their best pass rusher, Shaq Barrett. Mm, I feel like I, did, I feel like I didn't do enough work on them because I just have so zeroed in on them. Right, I really don't care what they bring out there. This Cowboys right, but, team is better if they take but, care of business. But the problem with this, did pass he play in Week One? Shaq Barrett? Yes, he did. Okay, good. Vita is also okay. dealing with Vita Vey had a brace on his calf for practice, according to some of the reports yeah. coming out of Tampa Limited. Bay. They only had one guy that did not practice. I thought I do a show with Broadus. He, he made it sound like they had a whole lot. I, I think yesterday I think, was a lot. Yesterday they had a lot, but I think that their their guys are getting today, better. Today, yeah. I guess it's today's their Wednesday, so yeah. so so they, 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 they had You know what? That's the way it should be. I mean, with oh, Terrence Steele, Shaq Barrett, there's there's some others that are out, but I mean for the most part, it's healthy, healthy football. I think that I think the Monday night game, as much as I don't like it, and I don't think anyone else really loves it. I bet Jim Maurer and the training staff loved it to see you know Monday night to go. Okay, we got some game time decisions with Biotish and and maybe Hankins or LVE give them more time. And yeah. so I think that they're actually happy about this. I asked Biotish. I said, "You okay to play Monday?" You, you, you said, "Yeah." That's what he told me. So I don't know what he was just saying it to say, but but 
Is he okay to practice on Wednesday and Thursday? That's yeah. what I wonder because that means you know you get Tyler Smith back at left tackle if you if that happens. Get Connor McGovern back at well. What did he do? Was he limited? Who was that? Biotish. Oh, he was Biotish full. full. He was full. The only limited guys were Lawrence, which Let's he's go. been limited to, and, Listen, then Ty, and, 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 and Tyron Smith. And the interesting thing, I sat and talked to Ty, uh, Tyler Smith, mm-hmm. and I said, "Yeah, you're gonna be back outside." He said, "I don't know." Oh man. Either he's either he doesn't know, or maybe he's just being a veteran. Already McCarthy got to him. Don't get I don't caught. know. We were just talking. We just sit there and talk. We were talking, we were talking about Barrett, and we were just talking about it. Say, you don't yeah, know. Sometimes what, you just sit there and talk, and then it ends up on this show, and guys know. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying he just he didn't know. So I don't it's know true. if they're going to keep him at guard. He said he's been still playing a lot of guard in practice. That's what he told me. So doing a lot of guard in practice. I cannot see that. That uh, they run out there without that stain, that starting lineup they had with Biotish a couple weeks ago. That no, they may have about it. Maybe McGovern's not out there. I don't know. I'm just trying to, okay, but hey. I'm saying not, I'm not saying anything against you. I'm just saying I would be very surprised. It maybe it's Tyler instead of McGovern. Maybe McGovern is your uh, 66 is reported eligible. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Know? Okay. Now, now right? we got something. I can because, see that yeah. because of the running game. They, can't we, they haven't been able. No whoa, tight end whoa, block. Whoa. Yes. There we go. Yes. So there you this go. Is, McCarthy's it, got someone just calling. This, Tell those guys to shut up. That is. I can see that. I can see that. And you know what's interesting about that point, too? That's exactly not something you'd be like, well, it just rolled out there week 18, see what it looks like against Washington. You wouldn't want to show that. You would want to hang that back because it's pretty obvious the tight ends haven't been blocking well. So how are you going to get the run game going? There you go. And you couldn't do it against Washington because – be honest, wasn't playing. That is interesting. Uh, Rob, Davi- Rob Davis is listening. He needs to prove to Mike, this is what's going on. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to, 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 I like that. I like that. Like we, that. We're like, doing, that's why you got to talk to you know, him. Hey, you know, talk to people. Hey, hey, since it's just us in here, you want to know why I just thought that was girls. interesting? Yeah. It's because it's Tyler Smith, and he is just such a – such a good quote, such yeah. a good dude to talk to. Like yeah. I just and, and you said about the veteran thing. I'm like I don't know, man. He still has that rookie yeah. where like he's just he like loves talking. Yeah, to I mean, but yeah, like we, and we're cool and so yeah, yes, yeah. he just sits in Fort Worth. You know, we bond. We talk about his mom. His mom not going to the game. His mom oh, okay. got something to do. He's like, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> his mom says she got something to do. She's not going to the game. His mom is the playoffs. I say he does a great thing because his mom is like she. You know, some parents are celebrity. Got to be everywhere. His, his mom like go do your thing. I got plans. I'm yeah. not going to the playoff game. So we just, interesting. You know, which is crazy, but yes. yeah. But he's he's such a good dude. So down yeah, earth. He is. Like I've said this from the beginning. What a great pick. I, I've I mean, never really from a, from a player standpoint. Just from I've never seen a guy come in here. As a rookie, uh, who has been so impressive. I mean, from the opening press conference, his, his opening after being drafted, just so impressive, composed, how he handled himself. You can't say, I don't know, a first-round pick that came in as good and as composed and, 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 and mature as Tyler Smith. Yeah. If there was one, it would be Zach Martin. And if we're on yeah, that. But he wasn't talking like that. I mean, no, Tyler, he wasn't. He wasn't as No, as he wasn't. I think there might have been right. some well, different offensive well, linemen in there. Frederick <laughs> might, have, well, might have stopped that. Yeah, yeah. but he wasn't, he wasn't talking You're like right. this. I'm just talking to be able to talk and, but, and, and, and open up and, and it's just I, about the moment and everything else. It was just great. I hope that, you know, when we get to the draft next year and all that and the Cowboys make their pick and then everybody complains about it because, you know, and. All of the experts that that watch the tape, and that's why I'm never a big draft guy because I just think you know you, if you're going to watch study the draft, you got to study three three games of one guy, and then you got to do that 200, 300 different players, and so you know the the fans hated the pick because the analysts 
hated the pick. I mean, you don't believe in these local analysts who become draft nicks no. around here? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, it's not my thing because it's just it's a it's a it's very hard do you, to do. Why do you hate that? Why do you very hate hard to so do. Yeah. I know who well, you're talking about. I'm not talking about. I know who you're talking about. I'm not talking about. I know who you're talking about. about. You. about. But 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 they but everybody hated the pick because three or four or five people were like, I didn't have Tyler Smith in the first round. Well, well, there's, there's two things that come out of it when I go back to that draft night. Is draft cool. One, he played in the American. Mm-hmm. And so automatically people think that that's not big True. boy football. And two, he, he had a lot of penalties at Tulsa. So they're just saying, hey, man, if you're getting penalties in America, what's going to happen when you're here in the National Football League? So um, in some ways, we still look at these things in an elitist type of way Yeah. to say, oh, if it's not, he didn't play at LSU or you played Alabama or whatever, mm-hmm. then he can't be that good. And you certainly don't think that somebody from the American off the top of their head is going to be a really good football player. That's just how it is. I remember when Ben Roethlisberger right. came out and there were people, oh, man, Miami. Well, and the same thing from Byron Left, which he played at Marshall. Well, they, but we saw that those guys out of the MAC could play. So you always have that. So there's a whole lot of people, all they know is the dudes they see on TV, the little bit they see on TV. I'll say this, man. I didn't watch that much Georgia football. So once I started watching the game, like, oh, Lord. I mean, I seen I seen some plays, but I didn't like lock in and watch Georgia football. But then you say, oh, oh you watch a whole half of that, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, um, but but even that, but you know, a lot of people don't watch. And I, it, it also because it was first round. If Tyler Smith was a second round pick, it wouldn't have got near the hate. Okay, just like I remember a guy from Sonoma State. Nobody knew no, nobody knew anything about him. Yeah, but it was a second round pick. Came sure, out of nowhere. Sure, it was but, lights out from the beginning. But, but, you, but where you drafted makes Tristan it Hill makes, got hate. He was second round. I'm so, what? Second round? I love that but, you guys keep talking about these guys got drafted. I'm just going back to Terrence Steele, how everybody was wrong on him. Well, yeah. but I mean, Just think I mean, if there's like a redraft. They were wrong on Tristan Steele because there were other guys they probably should have taken, and there were yeah. questions about Tristan Steele. Even his and, coaches were questioning them. But and, I'm just saying, this 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 coaching, I mean, this the scouts, the coaches and all that, like, and they, they've done a nice job. But also, I bet Philbin has, I mean, you got to give him some credit. I would, I will at least. Not only the Steele development, the Biotish Development, but also getting Tyler Smith ready, ready to go. I mean, I think he need, he deserves some credit here as a, as an assistant coach. Yes, yes. And then going back to the draft, this is a production. It's a production, and they spend all this time, and then they have their big the big boards. Mm-hmm. And if the guy's not there, then all of a sudden the board has to be wrong because he's not there, or there's right. not the best available. That's saying what people know is basically what they're being fed. Mm-hmm. Also, they, let me they don't uh, know. let me just defend the. Uh, People that Chill's taking a shot at here. I didn't take a shot at anybody. Uh, the draft Knicks. The I will, I will the say co- this. Bill Parcells called the cottage industry. Everybody's <laughs> going to throw a rock and get a draft Nick. And that's fine. But the problem is with society is that everybody doesn't like what you want them to like. And so that's why I'm, I'm just telling you this from a view standpoint, like – People love that, even if you're not an expert, just to put stuff out there. It's just much All like right. the, it's just like the debate shows on TV. Everybody will complain about how they're so awful and they're the worst thing ever. There's a reason those guys get paid so well because there are people watching right. it. So I, I heard on the fans radio, are just fine with it being an inexact. I heard on the radio this morning, people were so up in arms about a list of court, ranked quarterbacks in yeah. the playoffs by Dan Orlovsky or whatever. Like, I'm sorry, but. How would he know what a great quarterback is if you weren't one? And he, he probably had Carson Wentz on the honorable mention no, for that. No, too, no, so. the worst thing. I I, the worst thing. I, the worst thing I've seen that has been uh, gone on the internet. Let's social- take a break. Let's take a break. And when you come back, oh, Clarence, I can't wait to hear Clarence, what this is. Clarence, Clarence is going to unveil this. The when worst we come back thing to right see. Right here on the Media Match on DallasCowboys.com radio. Stay with us. He might forget. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling. United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys are heading to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday, January 16th. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Rowdy while enjoying lawn games, food trucks, music, and more. Gates open at 5.30 p.m. Kickoff is 7.15. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash 2022 playoffs. And at Raymond James Stadium will be John Machota from The Athletic, Nick Eatman from DallasCowboys.com, Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, and me, Newey Scruggs from NBC5. Guys, Cowboys are sold as favorites here. You comfortable with that, John? I mean, I understand why they are. I do think that they're the better team. Uh, if they don't play the way they did against Washington, I think that they would have been probably like a five or six point favorite, but uh, that's obviously changed everything. Uh, I think they should be the favorites. I'm not picking them to win the game, but uh, I have no problem with that with that being the line. I think it opened at three and it's now down at two and a half. It's, I don't know. I have no debate about that. Explain, can I explain? I mean, could you explain that a little bit? What did you just say? You said, I, 
I'm not picking them to win the game. Yeah. I'm fine with them being the favorites. Yeah, I'm fine with them being. I mean, two and a half means nothing to me. Like yeah. that's not that's, that's not enough to yeah that's not enough to sway anything. That's like, you know, uh, and, the, the and difference it, between. Like, but a team usually gets three at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's even. So if they're getting two and a half, yeah. they're still you know favorite. Like they're they would be even going to Tampa. They'd be ten point favorite if they were played them right after that Vikings game. Ten. Yeah, they'd be favored by ten. If they were playing right after that, the way they played against the Vikings, the best game that they've played. <laughs> That's a big spread. I don't know about 10. The bottom line is this. No, the bottom line is that they have not played like that in over a month, so well, it's hard for you to imagine that. But if you take yourself to it's not uh, even, after after that game was over and how good they looked that day, it's, it's, they, they would have, well, first of all, nobody would have ever had them as the five seed after right. that. But it's not even about what, how they played over the month, though. It's how they've played over the last 26 years. And I know we've talked to players in the locker room, and that's not them. This is... This team, this team cannot undo 26 years of misery, but it's all lumped together for the media, for the fans, for everybody else. The Cowboys don't get it done. And the Cowboys, what they did in the playoffs last year, only is on top of the past years. That shouldn't and matter, they, though. It shouldn't. It shouldn't? It should not. No, oh, okay. But, well, but it does. disagree on that. What I'm saying, it does matter. What I'm saying, it shouldn't, quote-unquote, matter, but it does. The and then you, There's and just then, too many guys here that mattered on both those teams for that to not matter. If you want to no, say like no, 2020 no, doesn't matter. No, but. no, no. I guess we're all saying the same thing. But I'm just saying, though, and then you add on what they did last week. I mean, yeah. people don't trust this Cowboys team. So his point is this. You were challenging him and saying, yes, I understand why the Cowboys are favored. I'm picking them Lewis because I don't trust this team. Right. And I don't trust they're going to get it done. And my point is, is I'm. I agree. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And so my point is, they should beat Tom Brady. This Tom Brady team. This is no boogeyman. This this uh, Buccaneers team is not. A, they're, they're they're eight nine for a reason. They've not been good all year. When the Cowboys are at their best, the Buccaneers at their best. They're two different levels. You brought up the Vikings game. When the Cowboys are playing the best football, they're better than this team. The problem is. We cannot trust this Cowboys team to play their best football in the playoffs. <coughs> and that's why this game is important. And picking back on what I was going to say uh, going out of the break is that the legacies of Dak Prescott, futures of Mike McCarthy, whether you believe it or not, the, the old, all this junk on the Cowboys is on the line on Monday night. And, the, you know, Chris Canty was on the ESPN, one of the things that – uh, went viral this week. He's on first take or something and said that we need to find out if Dak Prescott is important, if he can play to the level of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts. Which one? Of the, it's absurd that mm. Jalen Hurts is already oh. put in that category. Yeah. And we're wondering if Jack, Dak can be in that category. Jalen Hurts ain't won nothing. Yeah. But that's how crazy the national perception of the Cowboys and Dak Prescott is. We've already made Jalen Hurts a made man, and we're still wondering about Jack, Dak Prescott. Well, From he, a former Cowboys. Yeah, he, yeah, he misspoke. I mean, no, no, he Yeah, he did. He misspoke. I mean, Chris Canning, he, 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 had, it, he had it rolling, and he should have said some, somebody but, else. But he said, he said Jalen Hurts. He, he misspoke. It's okay. But anyway, that, that quote or whatever it is, that, that – it's gone viral, is my point. Oh. And, that's, and we were talking about things that, have, and when I said one of the most absurd things I've seen yeah. on social media, that's one of them. Also, but that's, it that's doesn't what go come... viral if uh, Dak Prescott plays for the Lions. So. Right. Because no because... one cares. If they, if they had Jalen Hurts over Dak Prescott and he played for the Lions, nobody would care. But the reason why it gains traction is because you, you know that that's going to stir up a lot of Cowboys fans. are like, are you serious? I watch all these games. Are, you, are we really doing this? And that gets it going. If, right. I'm telling you, if he's, on, if he's on the Lions, nobody, everybody's like, yeah, oh, oh cool, yeah. He's, our it's quarterback. Like, 
quarterback's better than him, but it's it like, doesn't matter. It's like what I just said about that list about the top right. twelve quarterbacks or yeah. whatever in the in the NFL. I mean, in the playoffs or yeah. I guess it would be but fourteen. In the playoffs, yeah. And he's twelve. But right. as but as we talk about it, Jason Garrett, it comes with the dinner. You're with the Cowboys. Yeah. You're that's why the Cowboys. You said just put out a list yesterday the the five most watched games in football this year. Four more Cowboy games. You know they, just, they bring it comes with the attention. Let's take it to where it matters most though, and that would be with the actual players. Don't you kind of think that maybe it might be getting them a little bit this year? Oh, they say it's not, but they no, feel no, no. It. I'm just talking about Dak. With the way he's played, and he's, I, it almost feels like he's trying to do too well, much. I, like, I, th- like, I, I think that in, in you know, t- to me, and I've said this in off season. You know, and they say, well, he's our franchise quarterback. He needs to make up for the inferior parts of our team. I mean, what Stephen talked about, we right. think that can do that. And so, is he trying to do that when you, you know, there's some. Oh, I don't even think it's that anymore. That's that's off season. I'm talking about his play. No, but his play. I'm talking about looking in mirror. I'm not even talking about what what was said and expectations. I know, but what I'm saying is part of his play is because of that. You're pressing. You're trying to make up. The offensive line has not been good. I don't care what you do. He don't have a lot of sacks because he gets out a lot of sacks. The pass blocking has been awful. The run. Game, you know, last couple of games, they, they don't have the third and shorts, you know, which is why they can't, you know, convert the third downs. The receiver play, you can say what you want. CD's playing great. It's been CD in the maybes all year. And whether it's Michael Gallup, whether it's Noah Brown, it's 50 50. The Washington game is what I never, I wouldn't have even brought this up two weeks ago. The Washington game, the way he played in the Washington game, I was looked awful. like he was try- trying. He tried to it, too much. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm not saying like you can just have a bad game and just whatever. It just looked like he was really pressing to try and make something that was really not there. The, the back-to-back the, the throws balls, I the, just made. I mean, I when I watched I, that, that was stunning to me. That was yeah. stunning. What, I, I couldn't you, believe you, that I saw doing? that. You're trying to make something happen, but yeah, he's pressing. No, no, there's no doubt. He's trying yeah. to Lift but what I, what I asked is, do you think that that has anything to do with anything outside of the building and, and hearing any of that stuff? I, I don't think so. I just think that he wants to win. He knows it's on him to win. He, I, mean, I think there's some inherent thing. I'm the quarterback. I make $40 million. I don't think people outside need to tell him that. Right. You know, you know that. You know that there are certain expectations that come with that. You know, what, you know you're being compared to all this stuff. You know your legacy, what you do in the playoffs matters most. And, and how you lead this team, you you, you will – Huge football fan, Cowboy fan. You know the stuff that Tony Romo got. All these records and not winning in the playoffs. That's your legacy right now. Standard is standard. And Todd Archer, you guys were there in the media. He asked a lot about you know the expectations. And as you said, it comes with the meal around here. And in some ways, a guy like Mike McCarthy is paying for other people's sins about what's happened here. The whole team. And, and as I say, the same thing goes for the players, but when you sign here, this is what it is. And you're, you're very correct. I was watching – I saw Get Up this morning, and it was because I was watching the, the Texas TCU basketball game last night, and when I turned it off and turned the football yeah, – yeah, uh, when I turned it back on this morning, it was Get Up. And I'm just watching this entire I – mean, the show starts off with the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy and the job, and I'm like, they play Monday. You got games that are going to be happening before that. I mean, why is – like they, I mean, if you're if you're a Kansas City fan, don't turn on ESPN because they really don't care about your team. Yeah, uh, you know, a team that you look at, and you say, okay, they could be going to Arizona to play for the Super Bowl, and it is. I had to turn it off. I, I literally did. To, a guy that just won twelve games, and you listen, Rob Nikovic and Bart Scott is, yeah, he's gonna get fired. You got to go somewhere else. And I'm sorry, twelve wins in back to back seasons doesn't happen around here a whole lot. I just like the way that you started that. Like you had to tell us why that that was even on. Because I don't. Hey, hey no, no, no. Because I'm the same way, and so many of my friends are the same way. That if they even say that, uh, 
including a member of the organization. I remember uh, when we were at Nobu, we yeah. had a conversation and I brought it up and I was like, you really watch that? And it's always like, and honestly, in a way, it's he almost like, it. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, no, but it's like one of those things where when you say that, like one of those shows were on, it's almost like you saying that like you went and you had White Castle or something. You're just like, well, let me just, there was nothing else. So let me just tell you why I did. You're just listen, so defensive about it right from the beginning. Like listen. I had to go there. There was nothing else open. Don't judge me yet. Let me, let, let's hear the whole story. It's just like that, that um, what's the TNT used to play that, that witch's show? Because you, you watched Thursday night uh, basketball on TNT, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and afterwards is that um, Charmed, Charmed, <laughs> and Charmed. So everybody watches Charmed because it comes on after the TNT basketball comes on. So it's always on your that next morning. You're watching several shows in Charmed that while you v- eat breakfast. That, that VIP show that Pam Anderson used to have. I get sucked. I don't know what channel was on. I got sucked into that. Like, but, yeah, or, I, I watched like, too much episodes of Charmed. I'm just like trying to tell you. every every year, like, like March 17th at Thursday. Everybody in the whole world does the same True question. TV. They're like, what channel is True TV? Do we have it? True TV? Two four, is it 248? Yeah. Like, like what 245, 247, like 248. <laughs> it's on, the on one time game. a year that it, it, I don't think I don't think it's working for them like, to get basketball games and then you watch all the other commercials. And like, you find oh, out who's a good the, channel. The Practical Jokers. Like, who are the Practical Jokers? Oh, those guys? Yeah, yeah they yeah. show. kind of watch that a little tr- bit. All tr- and you know what? You end up after it. a game. That's why they put it on there so you can watch it and stay on there. We don't turn the channel. Honestly, twenty something years ago, or thirty, or whatever, nineteen ninety four, the same thing happened with that Fox, right? You know, like okay, I mean, The Simpsons. More, a lot of people started seeing The Simpsons because it was on. I mean, because before then, or after then, the it, Cowboys, it was after the Sunday night. Because game, the Fox yeah. was not. I mean, Fox was not a yeah. considered. It wasn't a major network. A major yeah, network, and sure. now it is, and yeah. because of the NFL, so. In but, 20 years, True TV will be NBA playoffs. But you're right. I, I don't. I don't watch because I I know how the sausage is made. Yeah. So I don't watch those shows, uh, and like like the, the show that Shannon does. I love Shannon Sharp. One of my favorites. But I never watch that show. Yeah. Um, I mostly see these things through social media. You see the clips. Right. And and so I said I got sitting there with the dog. I got sucked in there, and I'm like, they're really talking about firing the guy. And I I, I come back into this sense of. We're here all the time. We cover this, and we see so much of what Mike has done, which is not talked about. I was Clarence spent the whole training camp talking about the receiving core. It's not good. They got a problem. They need to admit it. And then the season started, and Clarence was right. And here they are with 12 wins. We don't talk about that. Yeah. We don't talk about how C.D. Lamb had to find his footing, and the owner goes on 105.3 the fans. Like, He's got to be better. Um, that It took him a while to get there. And this is what coaches do. And then what they, the work he did with Cooper Rush and how many guys have missed games, key players. We don't talk about that. I mean, what Tyler Smith has done at left tackle this year, guys, I didn't see it. And I, I was I raised my hand. I said, man, they're setting this guy up to fail. Spent the whole t- training camp here at left, at left guard. Now you go throw him here at left tackle. Good luck. Good luck. Guy from the American, good luck. They were right. I just think that that's not talked about enough. And then he could potentially lose his coordinators this year. Both of them. Um, I said, what's the word potential mean? <laughs> potential. I think one will be gone. But how many times have we seen in the last couple of coaching staffs, how many guys were assistant coaches who left here to get head coaching jobs in the NFL? That, that does say something about the program that, that Mike McCarthy is running. No, I think that as a media group, we like Mike McCarthy. We were, we, I mean, but this John, isn't about us here. No, no, it's Ford. not. We like him, but yeah, we but, also but respect the job. We respect the job he's done, and and I we know the job he's done. It's not even just about what happened in training camp. It's navigating the junk from Jerry during the off season. Sure. And, and 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 the Dan Quinn stuff and all the other stuff. He had to navigate a lot of stuff 
in the offseason to get the Cowboys back to where they are to go 12-5, and five, and no one saw the Eagles going <laughs> doing this. I mean, if, I, if you'd have told me before the season the Cowboys would go 12-5, and five, I'd have said they're going to win the NFCs again. And, and, and really they could have been better if not for hiccups against Jacksonville over in um, – Green Bay. And Green Bay. But he's done a great job, and we respect that, and we understand what he's gone through and the challenge to, to You lose your quarterback, you lose all those people. But as Zeke said today, what does Zeke tell us? It don't matter what we do in the regular season. What it does not matter what we have done in the regular season. The only he, thing that matters is what we do now. We all said this before the season. We talked about this, and I, it, I'm going to give them credit for the regular season. But before the season, we said the Cowboys have to show us in the playoffs. They've been to the regular season before. He, they've been good in the regular season before. He was not brought in here to beat Jason Garrett and take him to the playoffs. Right, you he said that. He was brought in here to take to the next if, step. If the regular season doesn't matter, then win on Monday night. You lose on Monday night, the regular season does matter. Because okay. you want to know why? Because this will be two years in a row now where you had talented teams, healthy going in the playoffs, and we saw – the demise start in at the end of the regular that. season. So you can't say that it absolutely well, doesn't matter. Well, what I'm matter. saying is we're talking about the success of the regular season. We're talking about right. the 12 oh, games. Talking about, and, yeah, 12 we're wins. talking about the, it, all the stats and the gaudy numbers of the yeah. regular season. What matters is what you do in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, I just think of, you know, Ricky Waters. Every time people want to say, well, <laughs> they should get rid of him. I, what is, what's the quote? Clarence? For who, for what? For who? We talked about this yesterday, too. <laughs> on like the show? Thing. Yeah, we talked about this Sorry, show yesterday. But for who, for what? I mean, like, I, you know, I'm not giving up a first-round pick so I can get a guy that, that's got the exact same, you know, record resume. and resume. No, I'm not advocating firing him. I'm just saying I, I know, that, that. I know. I know. I know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I mean, because I think continuity matters, consistency, all of that. And and you're, you're right. You know, they, they press the right buttons. And the players, that's another thing. The players love him. The players appreciate what he does for them. So I think it's really tough to just think that that they're going to make a move here. Real quick on your Jerry Jones needing them to get wide receivers and stuff and all that. Um, Just because I've seen this on my mentions on Twitter and things, so I just want to throw this out there. If they lose on Monday, is this a blame it on Jerry Jones? Because I already see people, like, doing that, and I feel like it's just their default, default, like, depression mechanism. But, like... I, I, I feel the same way going into these playoffs as I felt last year going to the playoffs where I'm like, you're really going to blame Jerry right now? Because I, I understand he gets in the way. Like, you talk about my, like this stuff in the offseason with, with Dan Quinn, completely valid or whatever like that. But, like, I look at Jerry Jones now. This is my 12th season covering the Cowboys. Like, these last two, there are not things during the season where I'm just like, they're going to lose because Jerry hijacked this or Jerry did that. No. Like, Jerry's giving them a, this looks like a pretty good no, opportunity here. No, no, no. See, see the thing with Jerry with do most not, people. Do you not think so? The, oh, the thing, oh, okay. the thing with no, Jerry is, is is the environment. He right. He he fosters the environment. You know, he caring about money and yeah. all the exterior stuff, and not making football the main winning at all costs the main. But thing. I feel like the last two years, the rosters and the the coaching staff, the experience, all that that he's put out there. I don't see how that that holds water right now. I think I think that it is all there. What else? What else should he have done? I mean, I, I guess you can say the Mari Cooper thing. I'll yes, give you that. Mar- I, I no. can't say the Mari Cooper. Yeah, thing. But, okay. But does that guarantee you but, that you get a win Monday? But, but does not guarantee. Right. I just I want my best team out there. But with, Regardless, okay. I think I have a better chance of getting the win if I have my the best available players. This I can is have. Okay. this is the best team that I've, Listen, I've covered. So, but the Mari Cooper stuff, like we we talked about it all year. I was one. You you were one. I mean, everybody's like, I I don't like this move. I don't like right. the trade. I don't like it. But look at it now. Were they right? No. 
No. They were not right. Yeah, I don't no, think they were right not. Either. They've been chasing so, their tails at receiver all season. Okay. But but what, what they're not they, a better receiver core okay. now. But no. what would they have though? What did they want to do? What the reason why they did that is to save money, and they also wanted to to let CD uh, CD Lamb grow into a number one top flight receiver. That they got personal. He, all of it. He was he was all the, always he was the leading receiver last year. That nothing would have stopped him. The bottom line is this: the money they didn't save that much money, you know, and they could have worked it. They could have worked out his contract. To me. You do whatever you can to win, okay? And the decisions they made, especially once we're chasing receivers, and I love Michael Gallup. I'll win 12 story. games but, that, no. but But, but to, to say I'm going to move off him and pay Michael Gallup, who was, we knew Stephen Jones had told us he's going to miss at least the first three games of the season, which he did, and he's not been that guy, and he was never that guy. He was never on their level. So why did you have the exact same season you had the year before without him then? If that if that was such a major thing, because there are a lot of reasons why well, Zeke is here. The running game was better. There are a lot of reasons well, why yeah, Mike is better. The defense is taking. A, all, all a lot I'm of saying reasons. Is, is I, I was I right there. But it's not the same season. I was right there the with offense, you all year. But then now, as the season's over, and you look at the records, and you look at the offense and the production and all that, and look at what's happened with Gallup. I mean, and you. I mean, or not Gallup, but uh, CD. And you did save. You did save some money to go get some other players, not just the ones that they did right then. But look and see what they've done. They. They didn't push their chips in to go all in, but if you've played poker and somebody keeps betting and you keep matching, that's what they've done. I mean, the only game Jason that they, Peters, the only, Anthony Barr, right. Kevontae Turner. To me, it's about, it's, it's about winning, and I think that I would rather go into the playoffs not having to throw the ball to Noah Brown on third down as many times as they, they do. And that's fine, but I'm just saying from a have, standpoint of, of the owner, GM, whoever puts the, the you know, Will McClay, that puts the pieces out there, you were the better team. Just about every single game you played this year, uh, aside from like maybe some games when Dak wasn't there. Like I, I mean, yes, they did not sit there and just go empty the clip. Like got every like little thing. Like this has got to be it. Like that Rams last year, but they put a team out there that this team probably should have won 14, 15 games. Should they have lost to Jacksonville? Should they have lost no. to Green Bay? No, but they don't beat Houston. If they, did, if, I mean, they what'd don't. What did you have at the start of the season? Do you have them at twelve wins? No, I had them at like uh, ten or eleven. I had them at nine. Yeah. I, I think him, I, yeah, 10 or 11, yeah. I had him at nine wins because my first thought was, you know what, they hadn't won back-to-back 10, 10, right. 10, 10, 10, 10 100%. So, so I wasn't even thinking that. But yeah, for no. you to say, hey, man, 12, 14, 14 or 15, bro, that, that's, that's rich. Uh, no, 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 I'm saying, no, 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 I'm saying looking back. Looking forward, we don't know. We can't predict who's going to be out for who. Nobody would have sat there and thought, oh, yeah, they played that Tennessee game. At the beginning of the year when I saw that on the schedule, I'm like, man, that is going to be murder. Sure. You're going to have to go down there. And then the team it. that they ended up playing – that was like a college team, so right. you don't know that. But I'm saying, looking back, which the college? teams that they put out, Georgia or GCU, <laughs> the teams that they put out on, on the field, Dang. just like which one? Because there's a difference. What game? What game? What game did you watch this year? That the Cowboys play where you're like, damn, they just don't have a roster that can mess with them. Now, if they would have played San Francisco, maybe that would have happened. Buffalo, um, Kansas City. There's definitely teams, but they have one of the top, probably five or six rosters in the NFL. Who who name 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 the ones that are better? I, I, I don't know the rosters like that. I don't know that they do. Kansas City, Buffalo's right. better. Um, Philadelphia's better. Philadelphia's right. better. Okay. And I said Philadelphia was better oh, before the I'm, season. I'm not disagreeing with any of you. Got three more to go. Uh, Cincinnati. So, oh, is it? Even so, though they beat Cincinnati, I think right, especially where they're playing right now, Cincinnati. Okay. Um, who else can I think of? San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco. Right. San Francisco. There's five right there. I did. That's five. I said it's a top five or six roster in the NFL right now. And it doesn't matter 
And you, know, you need to be top two or three on your side of the ball. I mean, your side of the conference. That's what you need to be top. I mean, they got you know they can't stop the are. run. Bottom line, you talk all day long about top. This they can't stop the run. Right. When you don't. Oh no you, no no. They have issues. I'm just talking about from a building well, the team standpoint. I'm, I'm like, saying, no, when but, you but, when but, you but, can't stop the run, you cannot be yeah, a Super Bowl team. Yeah yeah yeah. To me, it's but like I'm, you're Chris, right. Do top I need five break. Top top. Huh? Uh, Chris, do I need another break? We're sitting here talking so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We gotta take a break. We gotta take a break. Right here on Media Match, DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far with up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less. The satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Would you have to media mash? Media mash. Uh, happy birthday to our producer Chris Bean and uh, all that he does. Wow, you're so nice. <laughs> if I could read the text message you just sent, hey man, I didn't get it. What you get? No, nah, okay. It was, it was, it was. Uh, I just simply responded to to something that I was given by the head honchos here at DallasCowboys.com. What, what we do? Oh, I just quoted Cole Beasley. So, all right. Um, <laughs> Cole so, Beasley. So, so, John, uh, since this is our final media mash of the week, and, and we're not doing a show Monday. Um, oh, you, you you're going with Tampa? Yeah, Tampa, twenty three twenty. 23, yeah, 20, to do this rated yet. eight and oh. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. I'm not ready for the for the score. I'm not ready for the score. I, I, I went 26 21 Cowboys. I just okay. feel like whenever we beat this team up like this and, and they get dragged, they come up and respond. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. That is one that is one of the biggest positives you can take off that Washington game is that generally speaking, 
you're probably going to have a very motivated team that's not going to be sitting what's, there in the locker room like, what's the pattern? They haven't lost two this. in a row. They no. lost two, two in a row all year long. <laughs> I, I four, said two, it on four, media. 2-4-2-4-2-4-2-4-2. Four, two, two, four, two, four, two, four, two, four, two. Do you know this pattern? No. They they lost in the preseason, and then they won two. And they lost in the regular. They lost to Tampa Bay. Then they won four. Then they lost to Philly. Then they won two. Then they lost to Green Bay. Then they won four. Then they lost to uh, Jacksonville. Then they won two. And they lost to Washington. And now they win four. Ooh, my intentional. <laughs> two, four, two, four, two, four, two, four. My intentional. That would put you in a trip to Arizona. It would put you in a parade is what it would put us in <laughs> four wins in a row. Arizona. I would be going back to Arizona. Uh, we're there for the Fiesta Bowl. We were coming down. What happened? Who, who played in that game? Uh, TCU beat Michigan. And pretty so, good. how they so, do the next game? So we were looking at the the Super Bowl. Like I just said, hey, Super Bowl is here. No, they didn't make their three no bullets. Like, hey, man, we could be <laughs> back here. So. Gave up a you know, I'm ending. I'm ending the show now. Just, just your negative. You brought up Fiesta Bowl. Who brought the Fiesta Bowl? Well, he didn't move it to the to the, the Alamo. So I ain't talking about the Alamo Bowl. I got the, the I got the Cowboys Liberty Bowl. winning. I got the Cowboys winning. How about that? Oh yeah, Clarence has the Cowboys. You got I got the Cowboys. Powers to be. I got you winning. You're hey. better than Tampa Bay. Okay. Clarence, you got them. You got them winning without Amari Cooper. Stop it. <laughs> you've covered this team for how many years? Since 1996. And so, therefore, it, there's not many things that you have never seen. And you have never seen a road <laughs> playoff win. I know. It's the 1992. And against Tom Brady. Against the Cowboys. Yeah, against Tom Brady. We 1992. 1992. You got a score? Got a score? Uh, yes. 28-17. Whoa. Blow them out. I got Whoa. Cowboys. If it's, if it's close, Tampa Bay is going to win. We all know this, right? We know this, right? If I'm, it's a close game, Tampa wins. How are they going to do it with this roster, though? I mean, so see, depleted. Turpin. Turpin time. Okay. Listen. Is he going to finally score? Yes. Catch one? Got to. Catch Listen, they, are able to, they were able to overcome the receiving core because the defense was great at the beginning of the season. Should have known TC was going to struggle when, when okay. all Turpin uh, struggled We, 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 we got we to go because Jane's show is oh, coming. Oh, yeah. Lee, oh, you don't want to talk about TC struggling? Jane time right here. Let's talk about the Alamo Bowl. Um, <laughs> Nick Eatman, Clarence Hill, John Charlie last night. Let's end the media match right now. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!